Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonode, modern open-source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonode empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonode.com. This episode is sponsored by Shopworks e-commerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce. Welcome to Shopware Unplugged. Hello everyone. Uh, today I have special guest uh, Bart Kermash from Ergonode, uh, and uh, I guess we have a special episode. Uh, last one and last one and last one was uh, were special episodes also. But today we're gonna discuss uh, how uh, to use PIM in your e-commerce. What is a PIM exactly, and uh, what is the value of the PIM? So Bart. Uh, Hello. And, hi, hi, hello. Uh, <laughs> and please uh, tell us more about your yourself and, and what, what are you doing in Ergonaut? Uh, yeah, so first of all, uh, thanks thanks for the invitation. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Bart. Uh, as, as Kasia mentioned, I'm Chief Commercial Officer in Ergonaut. Uh, so I'm responsible for all the sales business development topics uh within ergonaut and for our growth strategy uh on uh, on the market and yeah we have a great pim solution uh ergonaut is a pim product information management solution which supports uh merchants uh i would say in various uh, stages of uh, of working with product data and i hope that today uh, during during the discussion, I would be able to to show you some aspects and some highlights of how it might be valuable to use PIM solution in within e-commerce businesses. Yeah, yeah, PIM is is uh, more popular than two and three years ago, especially in in our country, because uh, when we uh, saw history, uh, people didn't know about PIM. What is the PIM exactly? And now, when we are talking with customers, they are focusing on. Yeah, I, I know I'm ready. I, I need a PIM solution because uh, I'm going cross-border and I'm going uh, to other marketplaces and so on. And then my sale expanded and I need solution which help me uh, to, to provide a special product information for each, each channel, for example. But uh, from the beginning, PIM emerged in early 90s, I guess, uh, when companies were still dependent on printed catalogs and so on. And then uh, everything moved uh, to ERP systems, but now we have PIMs. And uh, can you tell us more about PIM from your perspective as a, as a part of Ergonaut? Yeah, sure. So, so I would say, re referring to what, what what you mentioned is, uh, we we see on the market that there there are much more I would say mature uh, merchants who know what is the value of PIM, and we we see this it's it's growing during during last month's year, let's say, but still there is a part of merchants who still 
need to i would say a little more um, more information about what is the purpose of of pim of mm -hmm. usage of the pim because what you, what you mentioned about this evolution the erp systems uh, it's often the case that uh, it, there is a need for kind of explanation why pim is something which adding value uh, besides the ERP because th there is a kind of tendency, especially in in sm for smaller merchants. It's okay, let's put all the product information in, in ERP. We enrich it somehow in in uh, ecom platform, and uh, this is I would say stage from which we are starting discussion. Uh, but uh, definitely there is a much bigger uh, bigger knowledge about PIM, about the uh, challenges which PIM address, uh, especially especially for merchants who are starting to work on uh, attacking new markets, uh, expanding on new markets, uh, expanding also the channels, many, mainly marketplaces uh, in, in many aspects. Uh, but also uh, we see that in regards to, to customers, to, to merchants who grow, uh, who team is growing, that basically it's not only one, two person who is uh, putting the product information on the product card in e-commerce system. And when the team is growing, when there is a kind of specialization in the team where one person is preparing description, someone else is making photos, someone is making, making the CO attribu attributes and CO metadata, there is a process behind it. They're the, the, mm -hmm. the starting to have a process uh, around product data. And then uh, in most cases, uh, the product uh, information or product card within e-commerce system is not enough mm -hmm. because there is a possibility to, to enter the data, to manage the data, but there is a lack of functionalities to manage the process around it. And, and this is the place where, where PIM is, is uh, helping and uh, where where we might bring a lot of value for managing or supporting managing daily operations around uh, around product uh, product information yeah yeah because uh, you know regarding this erp system uh i guess uh, there was there were there was a time when uh all information was was uh, in the erp system so uh product uh, name product description product price, uh, stock, and so on. And I guess uh, the best situation would be to keep something in ERP, but uh, main data, uh, like uh, product description, keywords, and so on, to keep in ERP systems, right? Why, why, is, why is that so important from your perspective? You know, it's, it's definitely it's true that you, you need the product data in ERP because from, from I would say, uh, warehouse perspective, from finance perspective, set of product data need to be in ERP uh, and, and will be there always because I say all uh, topics related to uh, uh, to goods, to 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 um, warehouses, to to finance, to con to controlling aspects which are managed in ERP definitely uh, need to be related to product data. But product data these days are I would say kind of multi-dimensional uh, it, it's not only uh, i would say physical uh, details of the product uh, the dimension of product data is uh, is growing because we have uh, different channels we have different markets we have uh, topics which are i would say market is is uh, influencing it 
And uh, ERP, it's not the best place to do this, to, to, to storage this data, because this data is not so much relevant from, for most of the processes uh, for which ERP is designed. And, and uh, this is the reason why this uh, part of, of data, big part of, of data, especially with the focus on the commercial sales aspects, uh, related to channels, related to to, uh, to markets, uh, might be addressed in a different system, and and uh, this is the 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 place where where PIM is coming, uh, where uh, the PIM systems are more focusing on on those multi-dimensional data, which are not so important from ERP perspective, uh, and and this is the reason why those data might be divided, and of course. ERP is in, in many cases is the source of creation of the product. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, there are, uh, I would say, uh, also customers who are creating the product in PIM from plenty of reasons. We could, we could deep dive into this later on. But I would say in most cases, there is an integration between ERP and PIM system, uh, where in the PIM, the data of the products are, I would say, added from perspective of, uh, of different dimension, different channels, uh, different, uh, different attributes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also managing the, this amount of, of data in ERP system can be, can be difficult. Also, uh, difficult can be to let in into ERP system where we have like, um, some data which we want to show anyone uh, and let them in into uh, managing product information. Uh, so, so yeah, th th this is where PIM comes in. Definitely, definitely yes. Because I say, as we as we have uh, ongoing trend with with composable commerce with uh, a, a lot of integrations, a lot of I would say reasons why we need the product data within our organization with the merchant organization or with the partners who are uh, of, of 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 merchant uh, as you mentioned it's not always a good idea to uh to get this data from erp because i would say the goal of erp system is is not so to to distribute the data outside the organization mm -hmm. and uh, where in the time where we have uh, topics like like custom integration, like I would say necessary of product feeds generation for partners or for uh, topics like Google Mer Merchant or other channels where we are selling our goods. Uh, this is uh, this is the not ERP. It's not the ideal place to, to, to manage it. Uh, yeah. to, the PIM is, is much better, uh, I would say, designed to, to do this uh, topics and to manage all those uh, aspects related to uh, to generation of the product fees, for example, to generate the product data, which still might be used for printed catalogs and other other topics like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you also mentioned that uh, for um, bigger companies, uh, PIM is like uh, something kind of must have. Uh, for smaller, not so must have. <laughs> but uh, I I've. Uh, I would like to think about this because, uh, you know, small business today can be big, bigger and bigger, bigger within a year uh, with with uh, many orders, many channels, many, many websites and so on. And uh, mm, what do you think it would be better to choose PIM at the beginning or it's uh, 
it's nothing important to 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 choose it uh, as a next step. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a valid question these days, but. I would say that, uh, of course, it depends on the long-term strategy of the of the merchant. If if there is a plan for uh, approaching new markets, there is if there is a I would say uh, outlook for uh, for expanding channels, for example, to marketplaces, mm -hmm. uh, then I would say that then aerial then better to to think about PIM uh, because it might grow quite fast and. Uh, Thinking about how to manage those information, even with the outlook for the for the next half year, next year, uh, might be much uh, might be very good for for kind of business operations and and also scaling the, the operations further, uh, because as as mentioned, PIM might help with the multi dimensions of the data, but also might help with the uh, with the scaling of the of the content team of the e commerce team who are working with the uh, with the data because possibility of, of shaping up the process around the creation of the of the product content this is this is one aspect second aspect which I, I think is worth to mention is that in many cases uh, which we which we see is that uh, merchants are considering PIM or thinking about the PIM when they are in the moment we're considering changing the e-commerce platforms I would say mm -hmm. within growing business, there is a, I would say, certain moment where, for example, merchants are changing from the small SaaS solution, uh, e-commerce platform to the dedicated solution, uh, more more able to, to be customized. And we see this quite often that uh, then PIM is considered as a kind of uh, bridge between uh, two mm -hmm. platforms. And uh, then when, when starting discussing with the merchants idea of replatforming, then PIM might be very beneficial to, to do this process, pro, pro, project uh, properly uh, from plenty of reasons. First of all, it, it's, I would say, reducing the risk as such uh, because the, the product content is addressed in this separated system. And uh, we, we could use PIM with, within, with old system. And then I would say when the new e-commerce platform is ready, uh, we only, I would say, changing the switch. Uh, and, and this is the, also the reason why when merchants, I would say, used to working with one platform, they already know some kind of obstacles or, or challenges with, which they have with the, with the product uh, information with the product information and with the, with the product data as such and and then some kind of need for for thinking about pim is much much bigger yeah yeah uh, uh, we will discuss this uh, matter of platform and saas and the dedicated platform later on but uh, i wanted also to ask you how do you qualify if it's right investment for your customers for your merchants and so on partners yeah, here I would say we we of course discuss with the merchants kind of uh, kind of uh, goals which they want to achieve and and the strategy because it's there is no I would say one answer that you need to have certain revenue to be I would say mm -hmm. uh, uh, that PIM is ready good good choice for you it's here I would say the aspects uh, which need to be considered are number of markets uh, number yeah. of products. A number of people within your team who are working with the product data, who are, I would say, enriching product data or, I would say, exporting product data. Uh, 
but also kind of strategy, for example, this replatforming idea. It, it might be big, uh, big reason for considering uh, considering PIM. Uh, and here, sometimes we see merchants who who are quite small, who have few person working in this with a, a few markets, few marketplaces, mm -hmm. and there is already need for for PIM solution. But we are also we we have merchants where uh, after discussion we see that uh, they are not focusing much on product attributes. Uh, there are I would say industries where the the description is good enough. And probably sometimes for them, it's not the right, uh, right um, time for, for using PIM because I would say current tools, in most cases, Excel like Excel based or Google Sheet based uh, are good enough. And, and if there is, a, I would say, no, no justification for it, definitely it's, uh, it's sometimes worth to, to wait. Uh, but uh, with the num growing number of markets, growing number of, of channels, uh, in most cases, uh, the PIM is worth to consider because it's uh, when, you, when you count the, the cost of managing data, I would say in, in terms of cost-wise, uh, your team, your content team, how, uh, what is the efficiency of enriching the data? What is the number of new products which you might uh, which you might uh, release on your e-commerce channels during one week, for example, uh, keeping in mind kind of uh, kind of season uh, seasonal uh, drivers like Christmas, like like other uh, reasons. Then uh, you see that kind of investment in this area might be very beneficial in regards to 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 growth of the of the revenue. Uh, other uh, example which I think is is very valid, and also we we discuss this a lot with uh, with our uh, customers and potential customers is that uh, sometimes PIM implementation might not only uh, improve the the revenue stream or uh, this aspect, but also reduce the cost. Not only in area of uh, not only in area of of team in in the sense of the working with the with the content, but also properly managed uh, product data might uh, strongly influence the uh, the number of returns for your products. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. This is so important to 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 have proper uh, product information data, uh, description, uh, attributes, and so on. And yeah, this is this is very important. Please go on. Uh, yeah, and here we 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 see a few examples. Uh, uh, few customers from fashion industry uh, basically properly managing and properly storing uh, measurements of 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 uh, of their uh, goods uh, significantly improve the the return rates because when i would say our customer mm -hmm. is uh, is looking on our page there is a proper measurement of the uh, for example of the shirt or something yeah. like that uh, the the probability that uh, they will be disappointed with the with the goods which they they are receiving is much lower and mm -hmm. uh, as as we know the i would say current standard with the returns is that returns should be free for uh, for the for the consumers but from merchant perspective is a, is a growing cost and if we yeah. might influence in a way uh, that this this return rates is lower uh, 
I would say improving the probability that the consumer will choose the proper size, the, the proper product, and there will be, I would say, a lack of mismatch between expectation and the, the reality, uh, then this also making quite good business case for the PIM implementation. Uh, and if you if you take those aspects like reducing cost for returns, reducing cost of managing uh, managing content and creation of the content and possibility of improving the, the revenue stream, then kind of uh, justification for the um, for the PIM is, is is much better. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's a big value uh, of, of PIM. Uh, in in your company, for example, in someone's company, uh, I did a test one um, and uh, tried to um, recreate the same process uh, in one of the systems like Shop or Magento or whatever. And uh, when I where I um, tried to um, enriched all data or all uh, product data attributes and uh, short description, long description, keywords and so on. And uh, I did it for a few websites and uh, also for something like a sales channel, like marketplace. And uh, I tried to do this in PIM and the time was uh, 60% less than in CMS system. So, so this is uh, this is very important to think about this uh, this time you mentioned. Uh, definitely, definitely yes. And we for for one of our customers, we we measure the time how I would say how they reduce it in mm-hmm. with, with use of of Ergonaut, uh, and it was around fifty percent. Yeah, and uh, also I would say from from few reasons. The the first reason is that you're saving the time for, I would say, entering product data in many places because you have uh, your your econ platform, you have uh, Zalando, for example, or other marketplace, you have Amazon and, and so on. And your team need to enter this data in many places. And if you reduce this, there is a definitely value. A second aspect which we, uh, which we uh, already have in, in our solution, which might definitely improve uh, the time and here we put some kind of measurement in, with, with other uh, customers it's uh, it's uh, ai based generation of the product description so oh. uh, let, let let's stay here for a minute and let's discuss this please please yeah. elaborate uh, so so basically we had a functionality right now in ergonaut where <clears throat> you could uh, on the product card you could choose a set of attributes based mm-hmm. on which uh, system will generate you product description text of the product description with usage mm-hmm. of with of with usage of uh, ai algorithm and here the reduction of time and also re- uh, change of the kind of uh, content work uh, related to it is is definitely a kind of cost saving because we measured this for for as mentioned for one customers uh, for one customer and mm-hmm. for them uh, the, the work of copywriter with the describing of product was around 30 40 minutes per product mm-hmm. and with ai algorithm it might be reduced to 15 to 20 minutes uh, and of course those descriptions are not ideal they might have uh, some kind of uh, uh, language mistakes but the workload on uh, on reduction of those description is much lower than on creation of new descriptions. Also, cost-wise, uh, 
work uh, work of copywriter is uh, a little more pricey than more of someone who will be only changing or uh, adjusting the description. So those two aspects might definitely influence how this uh, process look like and how we reduce uh, reduce the the time. Uh, necessary for the for the product descriptions, and I would say this is only first step which we which we have implemented. Uh, we will be heavily uh, developing this functionality. We see the value of of it for for our customers, especially uh, not only for I would say classical uh, classical e-commerce merchants, but in we, we, with some with some cases, especially where for the industries where uh there is a big number of product big meaning uh, hundreds of thousands millions where uh, there are uh, there are industries where the number of product is so big that mm -hmm. uh, merchants are accepting even small uh, i would say errors within the description because the doing this manually is is uh, worthless so so with ai algorithm which you could automate the generation of the description for 1 million of products for example and do this with a very short time it's it's a big saving in regards to uh, to doing this manually as as opposite yep. yeah sure definitely definitely and also uh, you mentioned that uh, those descriptions are not ideal and are not perfect but i guess uh, uh, within I don't know next year or so, uh, this uh, machine learning will be improved much, much, and will be much better. So I guess within a year or so, there will be no difference between copyright made uh, description and and this uh, AI description. Yeah, this is uh, probably yes. Uh, it's a little scary, I would say, uh, yeah. from the perspective that. Uh, that it might be uh, hard to uh, hard to recognize this, but definitely it will it will uh, bring value for merchants for for generation of the of the descriptions. Uh, but still, of of course, it's there are the the advantages also on the side that this algorithm each time will generate slightly different description. It yeah. also have a value for for aspects of of SEO and uh, basically that we will have a little different description, for example, on our e-commerce side, on our uh, on uh, for our products in marketplace, and for example, for our uh, distributor, if we are producer of the certain goods, we could provide the, this description to distributors a little different one than than we have on the on the page. As an alternative, of course, there is a still a possibility to to generate the description on the basis of some kind of templates of the templates which okay. which are enriched with the attributes values so it's uh, it's also kind of uh, uh, alternative for the ai generated content to have a definite uh, definite set of uh, of templates for certain groups uh, which uh, which you are i would say constantly managing and changing that for example for uh, for products from uh, group uh, shirts, you have a three kind of descriptions and reach with the measurements and and also uh, managing those templates is is a kind of improvement for uh, for how the product description might be might be managed in general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also uh, mentioned about platforms, and uh, and I wanted uh, also to to stop here for a minute. Uh, 
regarding platforms. We mentioned about SaaS, about uh, open source uh, platform and I guess cloud. So basically um, when we are talking about PIM and platform, we can use it for which kind of platform for e-commerce? Um, uh, PIM solution as such might be might be uh, integrated and connected with, with platforms which are SaaS platforms, like for example, Shopify, uh, or, or big commerce, or in Poland, very popular I do sell. Uh, on shopper, the other, I or guess. shopper, yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, on the other hand, it might be also integrated with uh, with platforms which uh, which are a little more available for the customization, like Magento, like like Shopware, like Presta. Uh, and here there are, I would say, slightly different integration approaches. Mm -hmm. uh, in some cases, for example, in Ergonaut, we have integration apps for uh, some of the systems. We have integration plugins, which are installed on the on the e-commerce platform side, like for Magento and Shopper. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, but, but here, I would say there is no strict limit to do this. Mm -hmm. uh, also, we see that uh, with, with kind of functionalities like generic exporter with the, within XML format, uh, basically, each modern platform, even the local ones, uh, are able to import and export XML files. So mm -hmm. uh, managing uh, managing data within PIM solution and exporting with a with a certain XML format sometimes is good enough. It's it's also we we have few customers who said it's basically good enough value for us to manage the data in one system. And export this with XML files as, uh, imported to certain marketplaces or cer certain platforms. The the value of managing this in one place is a is a, a I would say proper and enough justification for uh, for PIM usage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ergonaut is headless and cloud solution. Yes, uh, Ergonaut is, is available as a, as a cloud SaaS solution available as a within a subscription. Uh, Architectural-wise, uh, application is is a uh, uh, written in uh, the the view is on the front end. The, this is the headless uh, application, so it's also I would say very often within the architecture of of kind of composable commerce because yeah. all the functionalities which we which we have available are available also within with API. With REST API, with GraphQL API, also we have implemented kind of event API, uh, which allow us to to uh, to have a timestamps or it on each uh, change of the of the data. And with this around, uh, we are very easily able to to integrate uh, our PIM solution with an existing or I would say developed to be architecture of uh, of of modern uh, modern e-commerce. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to that, you can switch on and switch off uh, like this this solution into into your your e-commerce in, into every platform because it's it's composable commerce, right? So exactly, it, this approach is is very important here. Uh, how many players regarding PIMs are on the market right now? Uh, I know about, of course, Akinio, PIMCore, and Ergonaut, of course, but there are some new players or something like this. Uh, there is a set of, of I would say players on on P market definitely Akanio and and Pimcore uh, are there for for many years. Uh, 
there are a few, I would say, niche players or, or smaller players, let's say, so like Lytix, for example. Uh, so the, there is a, there are solutions which might uh, fit different needs. Some yeah. of those solutions are open source. Some are, I would say, only available uh, in the, within the on-premise. Also kind of differences uh, between teams in, in the aspects of necessary customization for, mm -hmm. for the, I would say, proper, proper usage. On the one hand side, uh, there is Pimcore, which is more, I would say, development platform where you could develop a lot, but still yeah. there is a, a lot, I would say, a big effort needed for the for the implementation as such. On the other hand, you have a, a more cloud-focused uh, platforms like, for example, Ergonode, where you have a set of functionals available within the cloud subscription, but still you are able to customize with, uh, with dedicated uh, app framework uh so so we are able to have a new function that's very easily we don't uh, want to have kind of challenges with upgrades of of our software uh which are i would say quite hard if you if you customize a lot but on the other hand we have a application framework which allowing our partners and customers to have a uh, to have a customization if needed and this is i would say separated from the from the core of the product and do not influencing the ability to uh, to upgrade so there are i would say uh i would say many players uh also what i would highlight for for merchants to to be uh, aware of when choosing the team is mm -hmm. uh is uh, one hand side the cost of the of the implementation and implementation i mean full tco not only the licenses uh, yeah. or or subscription but also the the cost of the implementation and cost of the of the later and support and, and maintenance to, to to count this in the within the three or five years uh, perspective uh, also i would say there are some players who are quite often changing the the price model let's mm -hmm. say so uh, which, from merchant perspective, is also kind of important to 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 include in their consideration of the uh, of the PIM. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, I would say the, the the last aspect is a kind of availability of of partners who are implementing the solutions. Uh, yeah. Because solution itself is a one hand side, but uh, in in most cases, customers need to have an implementation partner. Who know the solution who can implement it and who could support it later on after 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 the goal life yeah that's very important uh, in my last episode i discussed this uh, with mateusz mentlevich from huse uh, who told us uh, why uh, working with shopware was so important because team shop, shopware team was very helpful and um you can't imagine that with bigger players because uh, they, they just helped us uh, in in this development phase. They, they also uh, added some some functionalities uh, into their roadmaps. So uh, yeah, it's it's very important to have to have uh, such a partner on the other side. But uh, regarding the implementation, uh, when implementation can be painful for the merchant for the customer. Um, I, I would say that each implement, from my perspective and from, from my experience, each implementation project is, is not about the solution, it's about the people who are implementing yeah. it. And uh, it's very, and it is similar with, with PIM. Uh, it's, it's do not much differ from, from any other implementation. You, what are the important factors is that 
uh, you need to have a clear goals for this uh, as as an organization clear goal for the implementation business yeah. goal not the technical one to have a new tool but more to what you want to achieve business wise with with this tool uh, definitely proper team uh, and uh, both internal team who is handling the uh, this uh, this project and also the the, the partner uh, implementation partner who know the solution who might advise how to implement uh, or how to not implement because it's also important to have a at least from my perspective to have a during implementation to have a partner who might challenge your i would say ideas as as a merchant yeah. not uh, not the partner who is saying okay we do everything what you will define but uh, it's it's worth to have someone who who will say okay let's maybe think this from different angle uh, our experience within different organization is this and that and this is quite important from my perspective and also this is somehow how we are looking partners for ergonote especially that uh that we have a certain model of the of the product as a, as a cloud uh, based solution so sometimes is uh, there is a necessity of discussion discussion how i would say requirements should be reflected within the tool and and here you need to have both knowledge about the tool but also the partner who is able to to model your requirements within mm -hmm. certain uh, certain tool. I, I want to come back to, to to what you have mentioned about the roadmap and, yeah. and discussion with the with the shopper. This is also something which which we are uh, very I would say focused on to mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. to be very close with our customers in regards to roadmap. Because of course we have a product roadmap. We have a a kind of assignment of new functionalities for the certain time, certain quarters. Uh, but also we have uh, uh, we have uh, customers who are very open to discuss with us the, the future of the product. They, oh, mm -hmm. they, they share with us kind of uh, ideas in regards to new functionalities, wh which functionalities are missing, which might be developed. And here, this is also something which, uh, which for me is, is quite important that uh, we are able to, let's say, dynamically modify our uh, our roadmap to to sometimes adjust the priorities and uh, mm -hmm. say, okay, we have three customers who are highlighting this the same missing functionality or development or existing functionality, and we are very easily able to to adjust the roadmap. So. I'm very proud of this, that our roadmap is not set in stone for next two years, that we are still able to, uh, you know, to, to, to influence it, to, to talk with the customers, what yeah. is really important. And, and we see this, I would say, very often that we, we have functionalities which we have planned for, for example, for next year. Uh, mm -hmm. But we have a few customers who are saying, hey, guys, this is quite important. It will improve our business. Let's think about, I would say, changing the priorities. And this is something for which we are uh, quite, quite open. Well, that, that, that's quite important. And, and thanks uh, for mentioning that. Uh, regarding this implementation, because uh, what you said, uh, I guess the implementation can be really easy. Am I right? M might be, might be, uh, definitely yes. And here is something which which we also highlight in regards to uh, to Ergonote that a kind of uh, so-called time to value in regards to implementation mm -hmm. of the uh, of the tool uh, we rather count in weeks, not in months. 
Uh, oh, okay. So uh, the implementation of the of the standard tool, which already bring the, the the value, which allows you to to manage your products, which allows you to integrate with your uh, e-commerce platforms, uh, it might take a few weeks. With with proper implementation partner, with a set of uh, good practice, uh, it, it might mm -hmm. be done in in weeks. So kind of implementation time is not so big. Of course, mm -hmm. if there if there are, I would say a lot of customization and a lot of custom integration this this is influencing the time but uh, but here implementation might be quite uh, quite quick and also what what we see for for a few of our customers is that uh, they if the customer business or merchant business is a uh, structured that they have a, a few group groups of products mm -hmm. or few mm -hmm. e-commerce sites they are also trying to implement this not at the beginning for the whole business, but mm -hmm. for the certain category or certain uh, uh, certain uh, uh, sub company within the within the group. So it might be also uh, worth to think that PIM implementation might be done as a phase implementation. That basically you could implement PIM, for example, you are running five sites with a different branding, different mm -hmm. uh, different names, or different set of 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 products. It might be also possible to implement PIM from from only for the part of the business and then oh. roll out it to the um, to the to the next departments or next categories and so on. So this is also something which uh, kind of reduce the time, influencing yeah. the the level of risk. Uh, but also from I would say very basic uh, team perspective, which also for for from ergonaut perspective we, we are highlighting is that. We are. We want to be very close to to people and the team who is working with the with the product data. Uh, it's uh, this kind of phase approach is, is reducing kind of learning curve for the team uh, for learning new tool. That basically we are starting small, with starting with a uh, with a certain set of products, and then we are able to very quickly adopt uh, and learn new tool, which might be expanded later on for the for the full business. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very important. Uh, okay, so uh, Bart, uh, my last question would be: What would be your advice to those who hesitate uh, and uh, didn't implement their PIM into their system yet, but they be their business uh, approach is uh, very into this topic? I would say that. Uh... My advice will be kind of generic, but I would advise to do this uh, to do this decision wisely, to to think about what we want to achieve with it business-wise, uh, in regards also to our strategy of development of, of 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 company. Do we want to run this on this on that e-commerce platform? Uh, what marketplaces we have uh, planned to be? what market we want to, I would say, open. And with this, uh, I would say comparing those plans with a certain situation of the current situation of the uh, of the merchant, what team we have, how we work with the content, what are the road blockers, what we might improve. Those aspects uh, joined together might, might give you kind of a good, a good justification and good, I would say, also business case for uh, for pim implementation and with this you could basically look around for the for the proper proper solution it also will influence uh, the the 
the factor which might influence is how you see your architecture, how, what I would say, IT skills or technical skills you have within your team, where you are outsourcing and so on. So there is no simple answer. Uh, my advice always for those kind of projects is to, to have a clear business goals and to choose the tool for those business goals, not the, I would say, uh, buying the new IT tool for buying the new IT tool it's not the, not the best way yeah, yeah exactly exactly this clear uh, business model clear clear business goal clear view is is uh, I guess the key uh, to entering uh, this the, this matter uh, Bart thank you very much uh, for for discussion it was uh, great to having you and uh, I hope we will see each other soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for, for the invitation. I hope that those information will be valuable for you. If there will be, I would say, any uh, follow-up questions, you could find me and, and reach directly to me. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. If you like this episode, please share and give us stars on Spotify or Apple Podcast. It helps to grow the community. Subscribe and stay tuned for the next episode of Shopware Unplugged. Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonaut, modern open source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonaut empowers teams which enrich, manage, and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonaut.com. This episode is sponsored by Shopworks e-commerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce.